BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Okay, you guys, I promise and I am delivering with the help of my friend, Jared Lipscomb is here with me today to talk about the Free Britney movement because I talk a lot about it, but I'm a fraud because I don't know. I'm a fraud, like in most, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Jared Lipscomb is also the makeup artist to the VPR girls. So we have a connection there. I mean, you do other people's makeup too, but the VPR girls, big deal. Thank you for joining Oh my gosh, I am excited. I mean, you say free Britney and I say how high, you know? <laughs> I, I was telling Jared, because really before I came to start this podcast, I was thinking about you. And and even though I don't know you that well, he's a light. You really are a light. And I was thinking, <laughs> I told you before we started, because I was like, I'm not a light. Like the, this is the thought in my head. I'm not. You spread positivity, <laughs> free Britney, like you are a cancer survivor. Correct. Yes. Smiling, optimism. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like that a lot of times when people get sick, like it so helps to to have that optimistic, good vibe energy. Totally. Yeah, I agree. And that's been my big thing, like in between whatever else I'm obsessed with, which I obviously have a lot of pop culture obsessions and it's been very kind of like a fantasy to be able to work with Bravo and people like Chrishell. And like, I see all these people in real life and then all of a sudden see them on TV. It's so crazy. And that positivity just like, you know, it radiates from me. I have a, a new lease on life after battling leukemia, but I will say Britney Spears has tied into my life journey since the get-go, like pre, before I got leukemia, before I was doing makeup, like I am a diehard Britney fan. And so now my like mission, one of my many missions, let me, let me be clear. It's not my sole <laughs> mission, but I, I love to talk about free Britney because there are some issues at hand. <laughs> well, first of all, I love that you are honest and you're like, listen, I do their makeup, but I'm also like fangirling a little bit because I feel like a lot of people, once they touch like famous people, they're like, whatever, like, I mean, it's totes normal. And you're like, no, I enjoy it. I think it's cool that I saw them on TV and now I'm friends with them. Yeah, it is. It's really, really cool. And it's something, and I, I don't like that. I think I sent you a DM about it too. And I was like, I love like talking to other makeup artists and like getting the gossip. And like, that's why like, I know so many of Britney Spears's like hair and makeup people, which is like, oh, yeah. say I got some tea to spill soon. But um, it's so funny. Everyone's like that, except 
I famously said to you, I am not a fan of the Kardashian crew of makeup artists. So that, and that is just like, just from someone who is very positive and like a night, like in general, like, I mean, of course everyone can be a bitch, but like in general, I'm nice. And that crew cannot be, is not always what, nice. Her, like, the, the makeup, the, like they're makeup glam by Ariel. Makeup by Ariel is a bitch. Yeah all, yeah, all of them except Mario. I did work on an Ariana Grande video with uh, Makeup by Mario, and he was lovely. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Were we, so, well, Makeup by Ariel is a, is a bitch. I mean, I don't know him personally, but yeah. from my encounters, <laughs> I will say that, you know, I will just say some people just drink that Kool-Aid and think that they are a celebrity mm. because they work oh, with a celebrity. Oh, I see what you're saying. What, yeah. like Jen Atkin and shit too, you think? I've never interacted with her, but I've heard rumblings that she, like, she was doing someone's hair and like, oh no, I quit after eight hours. Like, I don't work a 12-hour day on set. And she left. This is oh a myth. Now, now, granted, this is like full Dumois shit. This is like, I don't know, like, Dumois if it's confirmed. Shit. You know, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but like, that is the reputation that has been. Because listen, of- if you become attached to one of those big, big, big time. It's like you made it. You can like buy like they I mean, it's also a lot of work. I was talking. Do you know Justine Marjan? She does hair. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she's really cute. So I was talking to her and she does sometimes the Kardashians. And I feel like I mean, but it's crazy work. You're like flying every day. Like, I don't know. Do you have are you like, would you want to be on a plane every other day going to Costa Rica with a Kardashian? Yeah, you would. Yeah, no, I absolutely would not. Actually, I would. That Stop. was not my if it was. I mean, for sure, I'm a pop star person. So like it's like for me, it would be like Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, Christina Aguilera. Wow, for those. Lady Gaga would be your vibe. But she has yes. like a makeup person forever. Sarah. Yeah, she's so yeah. sweet. And so um, in that realm, I would do it for pop stars. But you really lose your personal life doing it. Like it's really mm-hmm. and you'll hear some of the stuff I'm going to tell you later when we get when we dive in about people who've worked with Britney's hair and makeup team like during this time. And it's 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 a wild world. Yeah. So. So I'm, I consider myself lucky to be able to work with the people I work with. Like they're nice. They're my friends. They're yeah, not they're psychotic, really nice. you know, yeah. like, yeah, no, for sure. Like I've talked to most VPR people and everyone's so nice. They know where they came from. No one's like, I'm on Bravo. Don't talk to me. You know, they're yeah. very, very, very sweet. Ariana's a doll. Mm-hmm. I love her. Even though I told, I always tell her, I'm like, at first, like, I thought she was a little scary. Like when she first came on VPR, you know, she was yeah. like badass. I think she had a little like Rihanna like shave a <laughs> room going over here. It's like, damn, like like bike. I'm picturing her in like leather biker, even though she wasn't wearing that. But she was like more hardcore than the other girls. And I was like, oh my God, I'd be intimidated. But she's like actually the nicest person ever. Yeah, she's so sweet. And she always posted about you when you were when you weren't when you were weren't feeling well when you were sick. And she was just was was she, she was trying to get people to donate? Well, because I had a really, very bad insurance issue happen with my cancer and they did not want me to go to a cancer hospital, which seems a little ass backwards. So when they were telling us, it kind of was a spur of the moment thing. One of my friends made it and was like, we need to make this GoFundMe to help cover the costs. And I mean, I'm still half a million dollars in debt for a one month stay. So fingers crossed that with some help from, you know, maybe the new government or anything that things will get better. But yeah, they, they actually, they all rallied around me. I mean, they, they donated and posted to my GoFundMe. I'm talking Brittany, Jax, 
Stassi, Kristen, Ariana, Katie, Lala, you name it, Sheena. But then they also got together and hosted a separate fundraiser at Sir, where they were literally wearing my Venmo on a patch on their shirt to go take selfies to donate. And they actually were able to raise me like an additional 20 grand just on their own without me knowing. Insurance doesn't cover? Well, I had really bad insurance because I was, you know, 31 and just was like working as a makeup artist. So I had to pay for insurance out of pocket. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get the cheapest one. I'm not going to be sick, you know? And then when you get sick, you're like, oh, now I understand why why European countries have better health coverage for their citizens. So it's a, it's a crazy thing. Are you in remission now? Yes, I am in remission. I've got a bone marrow transplant that already happened and now I'm in remission. So knock on wood, everything's going good, but I still spread that positivity and want to be a light for people in the cancer community, especially the LGBTQ because it's so isolating. Already being gay, young and getting cancer is so isolating. So that's really the direction I'm heading is, you know, kind of spreading that awareness. Like you are not, and I promise you are, you are not alone. That's kind of like my you're my so whole vibe. So are you in like, are there groups that people join or like Facebook? How does it, like, where can you find a community like that? You know, there was no actual community specifically for like young gay people. So that's something that I am starting to work on right now. So that's something like that I want to- specifically young gay people that get sick? Specifically that. And then I obviously want to not, com- not, not, you know, keep it so close that it's just for people with cancer, but specifically for people who are dealing with illness, who are gay, who might be, some people get ostracized by their family for being right. gay. So they're like very right. alone. I'm yeah. lucky. I have a supportive family. So I did not deal with that. So I want to take my, my luck and my, you know, the opportunities that I have to really work it into something. So we'll see what the future holds with that during the pandemic and everything, but hopefully very soon we can have some sort of platform or a way to connect these people and people like me. You're so cute. Well, wishing you forever health forever. I really am so happy you are well and you're with us. And, and how amazing are the VPR people for doing that for you? And how, just quickly, how did you get connected to them? Like, how are you, how'd you get that gig? Oh my gosh. I, when I say this, people are like, it's so embarrassing. Okay. So I worked (laughs) I volunteered at a homeless center for youth in Venice because I was just feeling very so nice. I'm going to edit these parts out. Like, no, you can't like be volunteering at fucking shelters. Okay. I know it's so annoying, but I, it's just, it's just the way the world works. I swear to God. And I don't, I do not. And even though you got sick, you're giving back. I'd be like, fuck everything. (laughs) It didn't give me anything that I gave back. (laughs) Where's the karma at? Well, I think the karma will come and I do not subscribe to toxic positivity. Just FYI, I don't believe in like fighter warrior. You're an inspiration. Like I don't subscribe to any of that, but I did when I was living in Venice beach, there was a homeless population. So I started to volunteer because it really affected me emotionally. And I thought, how can I like actively change? And I met someone who was, you know, a lot of people who volunteer at like bougie, or a volunteer at places are very bougie and well-connected. And I was just like, oh, you know, I'm a waiter, but trying to be a makeup artist. And she was like, hey, I'm connected to like the NBC Universal Bravo universe. Why don't you come and do touch-ups for the cast? And the thing about me is like, when you, when I meet someone, if I vibe with you, like we are friends, like instantly. So I became really close with Kristen and Brittany first. Oh, so that wasn't, well, when did Brittany join the... 
So it was later. It wasn't from it was the later. It was within the past like four years for sure. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so anyways, I started doing touch-ups for them at like stuff that they would film like at NBC Universal for like the Bravo after shows. And then one day I was just like, hey guys, here's my number. Like if you ever need makeup for other stuff. And it was kind of the perfect timing because they were starting to get more famous and starting to go to like premieres and like be less more just like reality show people and more like, you know, influencers and celebrities and getting nominated for People's Choice Awards and all that kind of stuff. So it really kind of just was like the right time, right place. And then the next thing you know, I was living at one of their houses almost every day because there's so many of them too. So yeah. Yeah. So how, yeah. How could you do all of them? I mean, it was a challenge. We had some times because it's me and the same hairstylist Bradley. And we would have some times where it would be like, okay, we're starting at three o'clock to get everyone ready for like the 8 p.m. show of, you know, when Rob, when Watch What Happens Live would come to. Or like the reunions. Oh my God, the reunions, we would start at like 6 a.m. And it would be like, oh you know, and people would come half ready. They would know because they didn't, they didn't, they don't trust other people because they've been doing their own face for so long. So they're very, not picky in a bad way, but they just know what they like. So we would stagger and be like, okay, you know how to do your complexion. So you do your foundation and then I'll do your eyes and you don't know how to do your skin. So blah, blah, blah. And we just made it work. Oh my God. So from the Bravo family, so we don't get too crazy because I feel like Lady Gaga would be such a vibe for you, but who would you want to do like housewives wise or like other Bravo show girls? Well, I did have the opportunity to do icon Sonia Morgan's makeup. And wow. that was an experience. I could imagine. Yeah. And so that was like one of my top three for sure. So to just to have that done was like... She probably has such good skin, right? She's beautiful. She, I, I, It's the least makeup I've used on someone over the age of like 35. Like she oh is God. so stunning. She was yelling at Dorinda the entire time. Like it was so wild. And I think right now I'm obsessed with Salt Lake City, obviously. Oh, I need to start. I'm such a Ugh. fucking late bloomer. I know. Oh my God. It's okay, so Okay, one good. episode. What are you so upset? After one episode, that's it? It's You're obsessed? so good. It's like that. It really is like that. I need to watch. I need to watch. Yeah. I will. So anyways, I don't know who I would do. I would say someone from Beverly Hills for sure. Like I would love to do a Kyle Richards or Doree mm. or somebody like that. You know, like someone yeah. really fun. Okay, you guys, being in your 30s is no freaking joke. It means your muscles hurt. It means it hurts to get up. It means you can no longer drink and the next day, you know, be normal and be able to do things and get things done and run errands and meet up with a friend. No, no, no. The next day after drinking when you're in your 30s is hell. It's staying in bed. It's taking, you know, pain medication. It's trying to replenish everything that we've lost from our old bodies from drinking, but no freaking longer because DHM detox is here to help. Okay. It's here to help us maximize drinking. It means you can drink and not feel like poop the next day. So forget about feeling like poop the next day. You take two capsules of DHM detox after your first couple of drinks and it gets to work and helps boost our body's natural response to alcohol and break down those toxins. I know we hate to think about alcohol as being, you know, having toxins, but hmm, it does. So no days wasted makes DHM detox and they offer a risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first box. So there's no brainer, especially because I have 20% off your order by using the code NOTSKINNY 
after you go to nodayswasted.co slash not skinny and use promo code not skinny at checkout to get your drinking right. Feel good the next day. Don't waste the next day with no days wasted. So no days wasted.co slash not skinny. This week only 20% off code not skinny. Well, I hope you get to do everyone and more. And but your number one should be should be should be Britney and that to is. wipe off that, you know, <laughs> I like as a makeup artist and as a Britney stan. How much do you want to do that? Like, how much do you want to like just clean? Do you think it's tattooed? No, 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 no. I don't think it's tattooed. I think it is someone who is not properly washing her face with like yeah i think it's just someone who's like washing her face but not taking a q-tip and going in because i wear makeup pretty regularly and i can still have my little dark circles if i don't take a q-tip with my you know uh eye makeup remover and really get in there i just don't think she takes the time regularly to do that and i don't think it's because of a mental illness so you think she applies eyeliner and just doesn't remove it properly that's my that is my hot take on it that's your <laughs> I love how serious you are about this. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into the free Britney stuff. Let's go. I need to kind of make you. I'm using and abusing you, by the way. You're being used and abused right now because I want all the information that I feel like I'm lacking. So let's start from the very beginning, even. Let's okay. start shaved head. It's 2007 okay. memeable moment. Umbrella, Britney. She looked great with a shaved head, like not many people yeah. do that. That happened, was it after Justin, her and Justin broke up? Yeah, she, this is, that was after her and Justin had broken up. That was after she had two kids with Kevin Federline and was divorced from Kevin Federline. Oh, wow. So a lot of, a lot was going on. And what she had, like, did that episode of the shaven head umbrella, like situation, I'm just picturing that, that moment. Was that after she was taken from her house and like locked herself in the bathroom and they like committed her? Was that at the same time? It was. Uh, the shaved head happened, I want to say, first. The timeline mm-hmm. is a little murky because the crazy thing when you look back on it, it was a very short time frame. It was actually like within months. But, but yeah, it was shaved head first. Then she went, She locked herself in the bathroom. The paramedics came and took her to the hospital the first time. What do you think? Do you think she had a, just like a mental break or do you think it was drug related? So I believe it's, here's the facts. So I'm going to separate because a lot of the Britney uh, stands get a little too into the theories, which is great okay. and like fun. So right. the facts are this. She, I love facts. Just so you know, I, for the, to the rest of the conversation, I love facts more than the like wild theories. She has 911 written in her eyeballs. Same. Me too. I like, yeah, do not do, don't even get me started. But the, um, the fact of the matter is she had just had a baby within, she had two babies within a two year period. So you got to imagine postpartum. She had just suffered a huge loss in her life. Her aunt had died very tragically at a young age and her aunt, they have a very tight knit Southern style family. And so her aunt was very special to her and she had just died from cancer. And her husband had, was cheating on her and she had to file for divorce a few months before she shaved her head. So she has these three traumatic things happen. Then you throw in the Hollywood scene of partying because, you know, this was Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, all of the party girls. So I'm sure drugs were involved. That's never been confirmed. 
Actually, I think her mom did confirm it in her book that Britney was using like pot and cocaine at an early, like earlier than we expected, like even in the I'm a slave for you era. So I'm sure she was using drugs. And I think it was a com. I don't know how to say that word, culmination, cumulation, Cul- you know. Culmination, yeah. Cul- yeah, it was that, of all these different factors happening at one time. And I think it was just too much for her, her as it would any normal person. Okay, so you're saying all those three events, which were postpartum, husband cheating, two babies within two years, aunt dying after battling a sickness, all of that is crazy for anyone to go through. Plus she's a fucking pop star and the whole world is, you know, fucking princess Diana style on her with a, with a magnifying glass. So those are the facts. Do we know if she had a mental break? Like at that point, why, why would she, why was she even being committed? Why was she locked in the bathroom? Do we know? Like, I feel like none of this information is like out there. Yeah. I mean, it is, and it isn't like you really have to kind of dig through to find out why, but essentially the version of events is they wanted to take, she had lost custody of her babies and she did not want to give up custody of her babies. So that's Mm -hmm. where the, the little bit of erratic comes into play. So she erratically locks herself with her babies in a bathroom and then it becomes a worrisome thing because you're, you start to think as like a, you know, as an EMT or whatever, you start to think, oh, here's a mother who's maybe not quite mm. quite together and she's locked herself with her kids. What might happen kind of thing. So yeah. Oh, but why did she lose custody? That's hard to say specifically. I think there was a lot of things at play. I think at the time, Kevin Federline was proving to be himself a, a little bit more stable because she was running around partying. Uh, so much. And there so was the driving in the front seat with the kid and like mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, there was all those all those little things led up to this. And then she, you know, she associated herself with bad people. That's a fact. Mm. She was hanging out with that guy who was her manager, who also tried to be Courtney Love's manager, and he tried to be Amanda Bynes's manager. What's his name? Sam, just like oh, her yeah, current yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. Sam something. I can't remember his full name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So her mom has alleged that he was drugging her in like her smoothies and like crushing up medication and like unplugging the battery from her car so she couldn't leave the compound. So this is all stuff that her mom alleges in her book, which again, we don't know if that's true either because, you know, it could have been a a smear campaign against, against him. So, you know, so it's kind of all hearsay at this point. And we, we might not ever know exactly what went down in 2008. I don't even know. I didn't even know. Was it confirmed? Like, do we know that Kevin cheated on her? I think it was pretty much confirmed. I think at the time it was like, yeah, I think like they saw, like, if he wasn't like actively like filmed having sex with somebody, I think like he was filmed in a club, like making out with several girls, that kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like I know it's so cheesy and easy to say, but the breakup, like her and JT's breakup, you know, like, I just feel like that's, that was like the kind of the end of Britney as, as we knew, I feel like he was the love of her life and like that broke her. You know yeah. what I mean? It might yeah. be as simple as that, that that's when she started spiraling. And if you do go back and look at like old interviews, like right after the breakup and then even as she's on the rise to like meteoric, you know, history making stuff like the most albums ever sold and all of that kind of stuff you really do start to sense her change goes from interviews being like, this is so amazing. This is so fun. I can't believe I'm famous. And then the shift is like, 
yeah, it gets really scary. Like she, it, she kind of has this common thread of like, you know, it's a, it's a lot, like, it's really a lot to be this famous. And then yeah. that started way before the paparazzi were attacking her, you know, in 2007, it started after that. And I think, you know, they really, it, it, I agree with you. It started much earlier than we, than we recognize as a society. Oh, watching our old interviews always makes me want to cry. Okay. But from 2007, when we're talking about the beginning to 2020, that's mm-hmm. freaking 13 years. Yes, where it is. When there was an Instagram, we were like, oh, Brittany's fine. She's performing. Like, we don't know what's going on with her life. And I feel like only really. And the conservatorship started when? 2012? No, 2008. It started that day that she got was am- put in the hospital. Oh my so God. Do you want to hear the, 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 and this is court record. Like this is not made up stuff. So basically when she got committed that for, she got committed twice. So the first time she got committed, because in California, it's a 5150, you can put on hold. It happened to Kanye West. It happens, you know, it happened to Amanda Bynes. And basically they put you on a, essentially a suicide watch to see if you're able to be, if you're able to like, you know, hold your own. And so she got committed the first time and was released. and then very quickly she was recommitted and the terms and the knowledge of why she was recommitted is very uh, shaky and no one really knows why they just kind of were like oh she's spiraling once again we need to commit her once again during this commitment uh, process it was a five-day commitment or uh, uh, hold she her dad was contacted by Lou Taylor who is a media manager who was trying to represent Britney for years before any of this happened very desperately. And she contacted her father who had been out of her life, her entire life since she was a child because he was an abusive alcoholic. And wait, he, who was an abusive alcoholic? Jamie her, Spears? J- Jamie Spears was. She had, she was estranged from him during all of her fame. Really? Yes. And we didn't. So like people don't know that. Not, not, not unless you like research and realize like she was not, he was not in her life during any of the epic slave for you, me against the music, any of that stuff. Why am I having an image in my head of one of her like videos? I don't know, documentaries where he's like backstage with her. That was probably 2008, right after the conservatorship started when she was doing her big, um, she had a documentary that was filmed to kind of show that she was okay with MTV and he was, he had taken over her life. Sorry to interrupt you guys, but it's time for me to tell you and remind you that Amanda is no longer a frugal ass bee who goes into Duane Reade and gets the cheapest shampoo and conditioner because Amanda has really thick hair and hair that needs to be, you know, treated with love and care and give it more love. I I should have given my hair more love over the years. And it's so important, again, to use products that we know what they are, that make sense for if it's our bodies, if it's food that we're putting in our mouths, and if it's, you know, hair care. And what I love most about 2020 is that I've discovered personalized hair care. Okay. When I first used Pros, after I took my quiz and got my personalized products, I was like, holy guacamole. This is so different. You basically go on their website and you take like a five-minute 
quiz, an in-depth hair quiz, okay? To the point of like, what zip code do you live in? So we can like calculate how much pollution there is in the air and, and describe your hair strand and just everything and anything so they can make it as personalized as possible. And what I really noticed is I was down to like two hair washes a week after starting to use pros. And I just feel like it's such a great gift. I remember my mom had to walk her through how to take the quiz so she can she can get it. Um, it would be nicer of me if I gifted it to her though. So take gifting to get the next level with pros custom hair care. Get 15% off your order by going to pros.com slash not skinny. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash not skinny for 15% off your order. So while she was committed, this woman, this business manager who is very shady and she even blocked me on Instagram. That's how guilty she is. Like just a fan. She blocked me on Instagram. She reached out to Jamie Spears, flew to New Orleans and said, hey, I can help your daughter if we put her in a conservatorship. So they hired an attorney team. And the law with the conservatorship is a person has to be given a five-day notice that they are going to be up for trial to be conserved. Those who are conserved are in a coma that they're not making wise decisions financially. So it, that's, that's the, the most people who have are in a conservatorship are one of those four things. So you said, sorry, I think you were... So they, you're, you said they're either very old, have dementia. What were the other ones? Vegetative state and comatose, which I guess is kind of the same. Vegetative and comatose. Okay. So her, the team with her dad decided to file an emergency filing that she should not be, be known, should not be allowed to know that they were going to conserve her because that it would prove to be a greater risk to her health. And I'm doing big air quotes because I know you can't see me, but I'm doing big air quotes because they said it's a greater risk to her health if she knows that they're going to put her in a conservatorship. So the judge who is also a very shady judge, by the way, and has, has had very big problems with other conservatorship cases, allowed them to bypass the law to give her a five-day warning to get her own attorney or anything. So when she came out of her five-day hospital psychiatric stay, she was in a one-year conservatorship without her knowledge, without any warning. She came out of the hospital and was already conserved and had already lost all access to her financial ability and her personal ability right then and there in 2008. But if she just, like, let's say we don't know exactly why, but let's say those were two psychotic breaks. The, all the examples you gave of why people are conserved are being ha, having a mental illness or having a psychotic break isn't one of them. It's not <laughs> that that how was she conserved from the beginning if it doesn't fall under the reason people usually get conserved? You have to you have to ask the questions of who's corrupt and who benefits to profit from this conservatorship. And that's where conspiracy theory kind of comes into play, which I, again, I don't believe in, but just based on the facts, it does not appear that someone who has a temporary psychotic break or extreme postpartum depression or even drug addiction or any mental illness besides dementia should be placed under a conservatorship. I mean, we have people like Kanye West as an example. And how is it given to her dad if you're saying she wasn't in touch with him? So she wasn't in touch with him up until that point? Exactly. Well, we don't know personally, like if they made any sort of men's to, you know, to be like, oh, hey, dad, like I'm calling you, you know, we, we don't know any of that personal stuff. But 
he had no part in her career up until this point until this woman, business manager, Lou Taylor contacted her dad and was able to finance a lawyer team to get the injunction put in place so that she could not fight the conservatorship. And she did try and fight it when she, Oh, she tried oh, to fight. She no, no. She tried to fight it. Yeah, as soon as she was released, she hired um, a very esteemed lawyer who's actually related to Barbara Streisand, Adam Streisand, and he is known for dealing with celebrity estates and like how to handle it. And as soon as she went in the courtroom with him, the judge, who again is very corrupt, he immediately ejected Adam from the courtroom and said. Brittany is not fit to decide her own attorney. So we will now appoint a court appointed attorney and Brittany cannot have this attorney that she selected because she is not fit to determine her own attorney. Oh my God. Was Isn't that insane? Dad, and, insane. Was the dad married to the mom at that point? No, they had been divorced like for a long time. They had been divorced like since her childhood, I think, or maybe early, like maybe one more time era. But Jared, I just can't like, I feel like it's the mind blown emoji because it doesn't make sense. How the fuck and why the fuck would they leap into a conservatorship when she's been committed twice? I I wanted to say only been committed twice, but in conservatorship, in the realm of conservatorship, that's only because like you said, it doesn't fall under why people are conserved. And then her dad, out of all people, gets control of her life. She's not given the 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 ability to kind of defend herself with a team that she wants. So she's appointed the clerk, whatever. So she loses the appeal. Yeah. And they said at the time it was going to be a one year conservatorship. So they basically threatened her. And we know this because of a, a leaked voicemail that she sent to another attorney is basically she said, I want to make sure I don't lose my babies if I fight in court. So basically this whole time they've been using her children as bait to keep her in the conservatorship. So, and here's the craziest thing is you'll notice the turnaround time for her getting back to work. So she had that breakdown, that the very infamous breakdown where she's being, you know, in the paramedics that happened, I want to say December, 2007. And all of this stuff happened in January, 2008. And she was on set filming her cameo appearance on How I Met Your Mother in February of 2008. That's how quick they flipped this. And also goes to show that she's not mentally incapacitated to the level that she needs a conservator. Because they kind of like bit their own, you know, it's kind of like, well, how is she going back to work so soon? But also she was just conserved because of such a deadly psychotic break that she can't fo- she can't do anything on her own she's going to die if she does anything on her own and yet she's back to work less than a month and a half after her huge psychotic meltdown that ruined her you know that that proves she can't have control of her life so and we really forget about the timeline because it's so far in the past we're like oh yeah and then eventually no it was a month and a half before she was back to work as a normal blonde-headed chirpy Britney Spears and then music kept on coming out, right? Yeah, and like then that the music same year. That we know and love. Oh, was that, that same Give year. Me More? No, that was, was Give, Give, me, Give Me More was pre-Shaving Head before she was in the conservatorship. So now we're entering into the circus territory, which is Womanizer, Circus, all of those songs came out in the year 2008 for the first year. And so basically they tricked her into saying, this is a temporary conservatorship because, the only, because you've proven to be so unstable that one, this one-year conservatorship will allow us to get insurance to go on a world tour for the circus album. And this way they will approve insurance for it. Because, you know, insuring a big tour is 
a lot of money and a lot of they don't want to make they don't want to miss a show or anything. And so she agreed to it. And by agreeing to do it, she was also given 50 percent custody of her kids. But here's the myth. She never had she has never had custody of her kids since she's been conserved because a conserved person is not considered an actual quote person. So she's not allowed to have any custody. It was her father who had custody of the kids 50, 50, and he would allow her to see them for the 50, 50 split. She's never had custody of her kids since she was conserved. Okay. So that happens. And then (laughs) years go, wait, how did it become uh, that? You know, wait, so how did the temporary become? 12 years. So then she, uh, a year later or after the circus tour ended, they decided it was such a success that they wanted to do another album, the Femme Fatale album, which gives us Till the World Ends and Hold It Against Me and all those songs. And the same thing. Oh, we need to do another tour to promote this album, but you have to sign on to the, you have to agree to the conservatorship again and not fight it. And at this point, I don't think Britney was very knowledgeable. And I hate to say it because like, but, but, you know, Brittany did not grow up going to college or high school or have any, any concept of any sort of legalities involving her money or anything. So I think at this point she thought, okay, my only option to keep seeing my kids and to keep working is to kind of do this thing. So they extended it again to, um, for the Femme Fatale tour. And there are paparazzi shots of her leaving the courthouse in tears that day. You can find them on Google of her finding out that she is going to extend her conservatorship and she's leaving the paparazzi, puffy face, tears coming down her eyes, but trying to hold it together as she walks out of the, of the Stanley Moss courthouse or, or whichever courthouse, was, courthouse it was at the time. And eventually that cycle just kind of kept going and then it became... But don't they need to like extend a conservatorship? Documents, this person, you know, you think, I know you don't know, but I'm just saying like, I can't, it's hard to imagine that such a big thing can be uh, applied to a person that doesn't require it. Like without what, where are your, like you said, like, even if they were like, she's using cocaine every day, it's not a a reason, you know? No, it's not. I think some misogyny is at play here because the same thing was not done to Justin Bieber during his dark times. It was not done to Kanye West during his, you know, psychiatric hold. If anything, Kanye West was glorified for coming out as bipolar and which I think it's great to normalize mental health issues, but I don't think they allowed her at that time. We were in such a different headspace of how we viewed female celebrities. Like, you know, now we have Selena and Demi talking about their addiction and and issues and stuff. And we didn't have that, you know, 10 years ago. And it just kept getting extended. And she eventually ended up in the probate system. And in California, it's actually a very corrupt system. And as you can tell, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of articles about it because never in my life did I think I would be spitting legal jargon to anyone. And all of a sudden, because of Britney Spears, I'm like the probate (laughs) system of conservatorships. Um, But it's basically, yeah, it's the probate conservatorships are ones that are financially beneficial for everyone involved, except for the conservatee, the person who's conserved. So she got the worst kind of conservatorship too? She got the time. Well, the worst, if you were a person with dementia, it would be the best because it's someone who's, who is paid for the rest of your life to look after you and to take care of you. But because she's only 37 or 38 now, she's got the worst deal, you know, because she, she should not be, she should not be this controlled. So she's controlled. Do you know what the, like, what, what, the, what the conservatorship looks like? Like she doesn't, she has an allowance. 
she can't leave, like she can't drive, like those things we heard of, right? Yes. And some of it's from leaked documents, which you can't actually, and the fans have gotten so crazy. They are paying the fee to go to like the courthouse things and like to pull up the documents. So some of it's confirmed. Like some of it is confirmed. Like when I DM'd you about her vacation to Hawaii, which she just posted pictures about, there was a document that was unsealed that showed her court appointed attorney asking for permission to see how much money she was allowed to spend on vacation. And this includes like the jet, the hotel stay and spending money. So she's controlled down to the, to the dime. Okay, you guys, sorry for interrupting myself and my guest, but I know that on Instagram, if you follow me, which you should, is that I talk about Woo. Woo has products that I freaking love. A few that I discuss on Instagram are their freshies, which are natural towelettes to clean your vajay, and their quickies, which is a to-go little baggie of their love oil, which is basically glorified lube and glorified because it's natural and made of natural ingredients like vanilla extract and coconut oil. And it just makes me feel so much better. Not only when I eat things that are, you know, natural and use natural skincare, but also everything like as much as we can, we should be using things that have limited ingredients and that we know their ingredients. So obsessed with those two products. And I wanted to spice it up a bit and tell you guys about their new product called Woo Vibes, which hello is a freaking clitoral vibrator. It comes in this chic travel case, which honestly, when they sent it to me, I didn't know it was a vibrator because I'm so used to vibrators that look like Samantha's from Sex and the City, like the pink rabbit that we all know from movies and from sex shops. But no, this is like a vibrator for fancy, chic, hot, hip people. Okay. It's not your back alley sex store type of vibrator. It has a heart shaped handle and it's a perfect accessory for solo or partner play. It has five functions so you can go freaking wild. It's made with premium silicone and designed for clitoral stimulation, which let's be honest is like my love language. You can get 20% off of your order of Woo Vibes today with the code not skinny. Trust me, you'll keep coming back for more. I get messages about Woo. People have had babies with Woo products. I'm not even joking. Legit got messages like that. So uh, to get 20% off your order of Woo Vibes today, use code not skinny. What do you think about Sam Ashgari? Do you think he's her real boyfriend or do you think he's paid? What do you think about those theories? My my positive heart hopes that she finds some happiness with him and is and he's like a nice distraction during this time. But I think no matter what his case is, no matter if he's doing it for fame, for clout, for money, he's definitely getting paid because he had all anyone in Britney Spears's life has been vetted through the conservatorship process, which is her dad. So no matter what, there is some sort of contractual, whether it's like an actual signed, well, I'm sure he signed an NDA, but whether it's like an actual like, okay, you're going to date Britney Spears for this long, I have no idea. But he's, he is definitely 1000% benefiting to some degree, just as being part of her 
15. Yeah, because like, what the fuck would I mean? He's like, what, a, a fitness model or like a trainer or something. And mm-hmm. but it's crazy to think that someone like him knows more than we ever will. I know. I know. It's okay, so crazy. So, yeah, you did. You actually DM me about the Hawaii thing before she posted pics to Hawaii. Which is crazy because you DM me, you're like, I think she, you know, she's getting uh, approved. Oh, no, you sent me. Sam was like spotted. I think there were like leaked photos of maybe Sam on the beach or something, but we didn't know for sure. He was in a gym. He was in a gym and the, the diehard fans could. They were like, oh, this is the gym. She of this Hawaii. Hotel. We think she Brittany's loves- here. She loves she's Hawaii. So she loves the beach. She she's loves just it. like a normal girl. She loves the beach. She's a simple. Yeah. Uh, my obsession with Britney. I was such a Britney diehard. I mean, not compared to all you people that like know so much more than I do. But it's like <laughs> all I wanted was that perfect stomach and that belly button ring, you know, and yes. I used to dance her entire dream within a dream tour. I know it all by heart. Like it was <sighs> my daily workout. I used to put in my headphones the entire concert. And I know it all. And I've been walked in on by many people doing it. It's not a pretty sight, but it's actually a really good workout. <laughs> she. So what do you think about? I mean, listen, I've made fun of it and I feel bad because I do love her. But sometimes the videos are so quirky. So what do you think about or like, you know, f- facts and also your thoughts? What are these videos? Are they her? Mm-hmm. Are they? I mean, they are her. But is she doing them? Why are they in front of a green screen and being edited? Why does she look so disheveled? Like, how does that play into the conservatorship and everything going on? So there's a couple of combating theories regarding this. So people who really want to hope for the best and wish for the best are assuming that it's Britney just being very quirky, very weird, and being funny and things that she thinks are interesting as someone who has been very bored for the past two years. Cause you have to remember she, this is, this has been going along on longer than the quarantine has been going on. So, and I did listen to a podcast with a mental what health. What do you mean? Um, What's been going on longer who, than the quarantine? Her being by herself, like her being in the conservatorship, like not working because her Vegas show ended okay. in 2018. So she had a lot of 2019 by herself too. So, so I feel like it's a mixture of, boredom of kind of regressing a little bit mentally by being so isolated because being isolated really makes you do, you know, makes you, makes you a little crazy. And I can speak to that just as someone who had to, you had to do do treatment during the pandemic and not, uh, was not allowed visitors for 45 days. It makes you go a little crazy, you know, like, I mean, and you just start to think things are funny. Like you have inside jokes with yourself and you're just like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Or like, you think like, wow, I look so good. I should share this, you know? And I think she has that same kind of mentality. The question is, is she actively posting these videos? Does she have access to her own Instagram account? And she's posting these videos because she directly wants to be involved in her social media? Or is filming videos a hobby for her that she thinks is fun? Like she sits there with like a little editing app and sits there and is like, oh, this is funny. I love this song. I love to dance to it, whatever. And then is it more nefarious? And her team posts this to prove that she's air quotes crazy and look how air quote crazy mm. she is. So that's where it's kind of like, no and no one, one know. knows the truth about but that. But at the end of the day, I mean, either it's her team or it's her. And I know you're being optimistic and cute and trying to like be understanding of her, 
but they're a little cuckoo. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like they I are, know yeah. we're accepting of everyone and we're all a little crazy or a lot of crazy, but something is, you know, the fact that, you know, this whole thing is going on free Britney. And then she comes on, she's like, you all wanted to know what my favorite color is. Like, that's not something we all want to know. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that she does not have access to her social media and that she is being fed things from the conservatorship team. Oh, you think they're telling her like, oh my God. Like your fans are saying you're, like when she addressed, I don't know if you remember, she addressed being called fat and she's like, I'm skinny as a needle. of course I remember. And yeah, and so I'm thinking her team is saying, Brittany, it's really in your best interest to respond to these, these allegations that they're fat, that you're fat. And we think they're Photoshopping pictures of you. What do you want to say? Because if you notice those kind of videos, she's always much more, I mean, shoulders raised, eyes darting back and forth, a little sway to her body. They're very uncomfortable videos as opposed to her modeling her fashions, which I think it's still weird. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Her fashion modeling is weird, but that seems to be a little bit more like the energy she wants to project on social media as opposed to her being like, and also the captions that are very weird. The captions are very weird. Yes, that is that. that. And again, people are saying, you know, that is not written by a person. They're saying that's not even written by a person whose English is their right. first language. And so then people are starting right. to say it's Sam writing these captions. And, you know, and, and that again and, is and all also, here to say, Jared, I don't know. The same photo seven times in a row. And it's like the third one is not yes. edited. The fourth one is edited. I mean, it's very bizarre. St- and that's, I'm talking about when she posts like, a sequence, but also that she posed the same photo. I counted about 17 times. And then it was as if she saw my post, which I don't think she did, but she posted that photo again. And she's like, yes, I know I've posted this for the 16th time. And I was like, <gasps> like, it was like a scary moment. Yeah. For me. <laughs> and I do debate between that because on one hand, like it's bizarre and it's wacky. On the other hand, I love her, but you can't ignore, like, I feel like it's so annoying to ignore the fact that it's wacky and just be like, Brittany, we love you. You're so cute and quirky. Cause no, something's going on. Like something is going on. Mm -hmm. And I feel like her videos attest to that. And the green screen, I mean, like you said, could it be a cool hobby? Like, Ooh, I have this green screen in my house. We got a peek of it. Remember that video, Sam? Yes. Sam had a story where he was walking down the stairs. Where he scared her. Yeah. And she was in front. We got the, the side view of the green screen. Yeah which was yeah. a moment. I mean, she has the tiny furniture thing. I don't know if you guys know about that. Oh my gosh, her tiny furniture all over that house. Which I feel like that's a Britney quirk probably from always, which is fine. People have things, you know? Yeah, yeah. She has tiny furniture. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, we're very, we're battling relatable stuff that's like, yeah, I mean, I'm into like, I collect mermaids. Like I have mermaids all over my apartment in random little places and she has little furniture. Okay, that's yeah. fine. But then we're battling that with her saying like, I burnt down my gym. Everything's fine. You know, like it's like a very, yeah. it's a very- and also, did you see she just posted that video a few days ago with her trainer in the gym and she wrote, we both got COVID tested and a lot of people were saying that that seems like an old video because of a- a lot of different details, but also the fact that she said she burned down the gym, but here is this gym looking exactly the same with the same like ring, the same like uh, strobe lights around the thing. And then mm-hmm. it kind of made me think like, are they right? Is she or whatever the caption saying like we got COVID tested. So it seems current because she always wants us to know or whoever's posting this is current. This was filmed three days ago. So like, 
if it wasn't shady, why would you have to make that so clear? And why would you have to say that? <laughs> like, it's like when you're kidnapped and you hold up the sign, you know, I mean, not when, when so, in the movies yeah. and it's like, oh, today's newspaper. Like she's about to do that in the next video. I know. I, but you got to think about the amount of times she's verbally said it in videos versus the caption. Because I feel like it doesn't happen like that she's actually speaking. I think she's done it a couple of times. Like, I don't even know. I, I was going to say, ever, I don't even know if she did. Yeah, I, it might only be in the caption, which even makes it more suspect that she's not That's running the, thing. Running if she's the show on that Instagram. In the worst way possible, then do we know if social media is allowed for a conserved person? We don't yeah, know that. I mean, we don't know. All we do know is she was spotted with a flip phone up until 2019. And then after everyone was like, why the fuck does Britney Spears have a flip phone in 2019? Then all of a sudden she was conveniently paparazzi by a single paparazzo holding an iPhone like six or seven. So. But she doesn't, does she live in Vegas still right now? Or is she, is she in LA? No, she's fully in LA. She's fully in LA. And her dad? Well, that's where things are getting rocky up to date right now. We're up to speed now and it's things are getting like very contentious and very confusing. So so I don't know where her dad is. I know he was spotted in LA coming for one of the court hearings. But, you know, obviously they're trying Britney's side of the team, her team and her mom has joined her team now. And they're actively trying to get her father to no longer be any anything involved with her conservatorship whatsoever, especially after the assault charges against his grandson, Britney's Britney's son. Wait, Britney's son filed, and like he filed. Uh, what happened there? We don't know. I, I can't remember just off the top of my head if it was Kevin Federline or his wife or the sons themselves because they're minors. But basically, a a, a report was filed against physical violence from the grandfather to one of his grandsons, which are Britney's kids. And because of that, because he's the one with custody again, not Britney, he was banned from seeing them. And the court allowed that uh, restraining order to be in place. So Britney is no longer allowed to see her sons. Oh my God. She really hasn't posted them. She used to post them like running around the house. Yeah. And she has not. I remember, did you see one of the lives or something that, that I'm sure you did. I don't know why I'm asking. Did you? (laughs) But one of the kids was like, yeah, well, they love their dad, which I was like, ugh, that's annoying. Yeah. But he was like, my dad is like God. I don't know. He was like all over his dad. He was like, my dad is the best thing ever. And he was like, oh, and someone asked. And he was like, my grandfather, like he's a dick or he's the I think worst, he said like, or, fuck him. I think he literally said like, fuck, fuck my, fuck that guy or something. And then he was like, my mom. And he was like, I don't know. What did he say about them? He oh, just said, I don't so know if sad. she's ever going to do music again. He's like, I don't know if she wants to do music anymore. He wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't berate his mom at all. He just said like, I don't no, think no, she he wants didn't at to all. Do, do music anymore. Which the fact that you said that it's him having custody and not Britney is a really important fact that people don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's the mystery when people are like, oh, they've been sharing custody all this time. Like, and now she doesn't have custody of him. It's like, no, she's never had custody. This is the problem. This is why. And then her dad has proven to himself to be more and more unstable. And that's why. So how long hasn't she seen the kids, do you think? I mean, this happened 
God, I can't remember when the lawsuit happened. Did it happen in 2020, the beginning of 2020? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm sure Kevin has worked out something with Brittany or her security team to allow her to see the babies, or I guess they're not babies now, but see the boys at some point, because I, I can't imagine them being that cruel to her to not let her yeah. see her kids for a year. But it's definitely not like how it was, where it was like, oh, we share 50-50. So where do we stand now? I mean, I know we only have an hour, so we can't. I mean, this is there's so much more. But where do we st- stand now with the free Britney? There was a case not. I remember two things. I remember there was supposed to be a hearing and they like canceled it because people like hacked into the video system or something. Mm-hmm. And then there was another hearing. What? When When was that? I think like November 15th or or. Wait, no, we were on November 15th, October 15th, maybe, or I don't know. It just happened. It just happened. Okay. And do do we know what happened there? So that was the motion to get um, her dad off the conservatorship fully and to ask for the, an an actual financial institution to be granted control of her estate. Because obviously with that much money, you want not one person managing it. You want a trusted estate to be running it. So the downside is the dad stuff did not go the way we wanted. He was not taken off the conservatorship. It was postponed for a court date in December. And the good news is the judge did allow the um, fiduciary company to take over her her financial assets. But of course, her dad's oh. fighting that. So her dad's fighting it. He wants control of that money, and you don't. You, I mean, he's making he makes money Why off. Why does of her. he wait? Why does he want control of her money? I mean, just is it as plain as it sounds like he wants her money? I mean, to me, it seems that way. <laughs> like he makes one, he makes one point five percent of all Britney merchandise sold. That's part of his deal. He gets a six thousand dollar a month allowance for a rental office. That's part of his deal. He makes however many thousands of dollars a month to be her conservator. Wait, why was the motion? to add a financial institution and not to fucking stop the conservatorship. I think now that her mom is involved and has her own sets of lawyers. And now that her court appointed attorney is really feeling the heat of like, dude, you have to do something to help your client. Oh, she's still with the court appointed attorney. Yes. That's why we take him with a grain of salt. Cause yes, he is now finally fighting for Brittany but he has not been fighting for her for the past 12 years. He's just been... Wait, so she can't... She still can't hire her own attorney? I could be wrong in thinking that she has been allowed... I'll have to... We'll have to clarify this later, but I think she might be allowed to add more attorneys now, or she's in the process of approving more attorneys now to be on her team to help support her court-appointed attorney. But we take him with a grain of salt because he's now fighting for Brittany because there's so much pressure and media around it. And he obviously doesn't want to be bar, you know, disbarred forever from practicing law for, un- for like unethical reasons. So he's now fighting for Brittany pretty hard, but he hasn't been all this time. So do you think she's fi- like, if she's filing the motion to add, like why? So none of the motions filed right now are to end. So free Brittany Shouldn't that mean no conservatorship? I think that's her end goal. And I think that is the end goal for her mom and why she's joined the fight and hired her own attorneys. I I, mean, but like, great, great, Lynn. 12 years later, you join the (laughs) fucking fight. Yeah, I mean, I know. I just think there was so much misinformation. That's what I'm saying. How do you think, how do you explain that this is all coming to a head 
And like you said, this started in 2008. So how are we only now 12 years later? All of us are like, oh, that's been going on. Like, how did it even how did it become public only now? Like no one until quarantine times, I think, knew that Britney Spears was under a 12 year conservatorship. That's true. Yeah. Unless you're like a diehard. I think it's just a mixture. I think quarantine helps because there's not a lot of news. And I think there is there's just this outpouring of of like, wait a minute, what? Like, and as news spreads quicker via social media, and I think it helps in some way that her social media has become so bizarre that we're like, wait, what's yeah. happening with our favorite pop star? Right. Ugh, don't you wish we could see an interview of her being like goofy when she used to do like, <laughs> she used to make like faces yeah, and be so quirky <laughs> and dancing. I mean, even the dancing, again, something we can't ignore is like, she used to dance like, a fucking professional ass dancer, like the best dancer in the world. And we can't ignore that she doesn't dance like that anymore. Yeah. And it's not age, you know? So a lot of theories come in here too. Like how does a person stop knowing how to dance like they used to? Like, how do you go from being who you were in dream within a dream tour to, to, She's she loves dancing, but her body doesn't even move the same like her body went through trauma or something. Well, I will say this. The place that she was committed to at the beginning of 2019, that when we didn't see Britney for three months and which really kind of started the free Britney, like what's going on? That place is known to do electroshock therapy. I will just say that I'm not confirming. I cannot confirm anything about it, but I will say that that's one of their things that they, one of their values they believe in, which is torturous and horrible. I will say she also under a conservatorship of her type with the probate court conservatorship, she cannot, her medicine and the doctor's advice, she is under orders to take what she has prescribed. She, it's not like, oh, I don't feel anxious today. I don't need to take a Xanax today. She, it's not like that. It's like, here's like in the movies, like when you're in an insane asylum, here's your cup of pills, take them. Let me flip over your tongue to make sure you're not tongue in them. You know, like. So what do you think someone lives with her? Like, do you think she has a team living with her? I think there's, a, there are, she definitely has like, she definitely has people. She has someone managing her day to day for sure. I think for a while it was her dad until things got too contentious. But yeah, I don't know if it's an assistant. I don't know if it's a manager. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I do know under the type of conservatorship she is, it's that there's rumors the reason why she was committed was because she wasn't taking her medication. And that like, she was like, I don't want to take this medication. So you were saying about the 5150 before. You can force a person to be committed. That's what the 5150 means? 5150 is if you're like concerned for their life and their safety, their mental health safety, and they can go on. I think it's a 48, maybe 72 hour hold. Don't fact check me on that one. But like it's, it's it's a couple day hold where they get psychiatric evaluation. Of course, she was held. And then by the time she came out of her second 5150, she was in the conservatorship. No questions asked. Not a chance to fight it. Not a chance to choose her own lawyer team. If you guys remember, because you were saying about Kanye before when he was going on one of his rage tweets that he was like, he said something like, Kim and Chris put me in a 5150. Yeah, he was in a 5150 at Cedar Sinai Hospital here in LA. He was in a 5150 and he was able to obviously be released from it just like you're supposed to. And, you know, then he he admitted he was bipolar. And so this is the this is my 
I think, conclusion. Okay. Even if Britney got fucked up from the fame, paparazzi, Justin Timberlake, all the shit she's been through, even this is traumatizing on its own. She shouldn't be under a conservatorship. Maybe she needs, you know, to go away and, and have some deep therapy. Maybe she needs to live in Hawaii for a year, but she doesn't need to be, even if she's a little wacky right now due to a hundred different reasons, the conservatorship shouldn't be, shouldn't be in place for someone like her. In no condition. It, it's no matter, even if she has an extreme mental illness, even if she is schizophrenic, bipolar, and has, you know, disassociative identity disorder, even if she has all three of those things, many people have multiple you know, help. But Jared, I'm not going to be able to sleep at night because if you're saying that, then how how do we explain the fact that she is under one? Like, just no, no explanation. Wait, what do you mean? I'm saying like, if if we're saying that she shouldn't be, should she doesn't qualify for one, how can we explain to ourselves that she is under one? That something is corrupt? That something... I think we're dealing with corruption. I think we're dealing with corruption at the... and. California and Los Angeles County is famously known for its corrupt probate conservatorship hearings and stuff. It's famously known, meaning only you know that. Well, no, trust me. Like I, <laughs> the, the people, like it happened with Casey Kasem's conservatorship. It happens with people and it's LA mm. County specifically. And people are wanting to change the legislature about uh, regarding conservatorships because it is very corrupt because it is such a wealthy city and dealing with a lot of old, you know, people who are... I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So it's very known in the, within that, that world. It's known yeah. to be corrupt. Okay, so our goals are what, Jared? Obviously, to have her win the motion to remove her dad. Yes, that's a step in the right direction. And obviously, to end the conservatorship. And what was that thing about Jamie Lynn? Was that false? That she's like... She was temporarily appointed as who Britney wanted to be her manager of the money. But then Britney decided because she probably got legal advice finally and decided she wanted to go with a fiduciary, a big financial company. Uh, and then Jamie yeah, Lynn... Yeah, that's much smarter than having, you know, Zoe 101 manager money. And um, <laughs> I think... She, so Jamie Lynn respected that and pulled, withdrew her withdrew being the, the person to be that. So once Britney said, oh, no, I actually want an institution that deals with celebrity estates that are worth multi-millions of dollars. But I will say this, we do not need to be supporting anything of Britney, you know, merchandise, music, oh. download illegally. Oh my God, that's why Ariana <laughs> told me. Ariana Ariana sent me some song and she's like, but don't listen to it. And now I get why. <laughs> yeah. Because so we shouldn't be, because it's not going to her the money? No. I mean, she gets her $1,000 a week allowance, but... So she's not making any of the money right now. She's not seeing any of her money right now. None. Oh my God. I can't fathom this. Oh my God. So where Jared, because I know everyone follow Jared Lipscomb, but you're Jared Lips on Instagram, which is so perfect because it's your last name, but you also do lips yeah. as part of the <laughs> face of makeup. Follow him. Like I said, he's a bright, bright light, but also for free Britney. I, I just started following lawyers for Britney. Yes, that's a great lawyers. one. Yes. Okay, that's a great one. Do you have any other like recommendations where people can kind of join the movement? Um, Britney's Graham is a really good one. Britney's Graham is a really good yeah. one. Yeah. And do you think that the Free Britney movement is helping this? 
is helping her? I think so. I mean, it was it was subtly addressed by her a lawyer when he said at a at a court hearing months ago, saying that because because Jamie, her dad, was saying these conspiracies are driving us crazy, and it's why we need to conceal the court documents. And the, her lawyer countered back and said, "My client is aware of." of her fans, you know, loyal support and she appreciates their support and bringing the matters and her concerns to light. So I think that speaks volumes to that. She is aware to some degree of free Britney and that we are, we are starting to notice how corrupt this, this system is in place. Yeah. I think that once I don't, I don't remember the saying, but when things start floating, like they can't be ignored for very long. Mm -hmm. Like they were under the surface. Now they're above the surface and like, it's not going away. So I I really hope that we're going to see in the near future justice for Brittany. I fucking love her. I love you. Thank you so much for coming on and shedding (laughs) some light on free Brittany and also your light. Yes. Was this the most intense Britney Spears interview? (laughs) No, this was so perfect because I feel like sometimes when people try to tell me things, I'm like, it's too like I needed to sit down and with you and for you to tell me in a way that is like, yeah, fun. And, and, and I feel like a lot of people need, I, I'm sure there's so much more, but we need kind of what you gave is so good. You legal animal, you, you're yes. like the judiciary probate system <laughs> of conserved. <laughs> you're so good. Thank you, Jared. Everyone go follow Jared. Jared Lips on Instagram. I can't wait for you to do my my makeup one day. Oh, when we are open, you better believe it's my first stop in New York City. Yay! (laughs) Thank you for coming on, babe. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. This is so fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 